Um, I just got done watching this weird-ass fucking movie called Nightmare Weekend. And, um, of course, I shouldn't be surprised, because this movie is really shitty. And it's from the Triple Taxi Triple Terror. You remember those trauma releases, some of these old crappy movies and pre-packs. And, um, Nightmare Weekend, I thought it would be a little bit fun after seeing some preview clips on Red YouTube. But, yeah, this shit is shitty. And it's like, the movie's so damn dark. And, like, the ending... Fuck yeah, I'm gonna spoil the ending because the ending make no kind of fucking sense. I mean, I know there has to be a dead body in it, but if anybody knows that you have a better print of this movie with where, where full screen of the ending, let me know. Comment on this video blog, let me know what it is because I, I didn't understand the fucking ending. Somebody died in the fucking ending, I don't know who. But um, pretty much it's about the scientist who's experimenting with like personalities and shit. And, um, but he has an assistant who's an evil bitch who wants to use his experiment for her own use and sell it, you know? And, um, it's like she controls the evil assist the scientist assistant, the bitch, I'll call her. Make people to derange people like zombies, make them angry, or they use the silver ball to kill people, you know? Yeah, silver ball, but it ain't no phantasm, I'm telling you that right now. Um, you got a scientist's daughter who's in love with a guy, you know, and um, there's a lot of sex in this movie, man, a lot of, a lot of nudity, um, there, there are all your death scenes also, a few, a very few death scenes, but um, the special effects are like crappy special effects that you grew up back in the old school days, but of course, you know me, I like that stuff anyway, but um, still, man, this movie is just not really all that, it's just shitty, I say rented anyway, so my main weekend. Today I'll be talking about the movie Necromancer from 1988. You know, I wanted to do an IMDb search on the movie just because I was just curious about the director Dusty Nelson. Because I find it like a, it's like a cool name, you know, Dusty Nelson. And it's funny, I think I reviewed one of his movies, White Phantom, which was a ninja movie. Bad B ninja movie. I think I liked it for some reason. So you can check one of my reviews of it in the past. But with the last guy that used to own this channel when he... Retired and he hired me to take over, but um, yeah, it's White Phantom. I know his reviews, his review of this is on just channel page somewhere around, and um, also the actress, she was a cutie pie. So I did some checking up on her, and I did review a movie with her in it. Another movie that she was in called Thunder Run, which was a movie that um, I actually liked it. So I should check that out too. But besides that, man, um, Necromancer, um, definitely a bad movie, but it's a bad movie that you can like it in its own way, like, like if you're one of those 80s fan of horror, of bad campy horror movies from the late 80s, like, like an 88 ever, I would say, and you, I definitely just went straight to a video cassette without a doubt, I mean, come on, um, it's about this young, young, college girl, you know, very gorgeous, you know, but, you know, she has a little history on her own, but, you know, it's like, she's trying to live her life, you know, trying to move on, you know, um, then she's working late in her college, and there's three guys, three students of the school that like sneak into the college late night, I guess, to steal a test, I guess, and they saw some college pictures of that lady that she has a history with sleeping with a professor in the past, and, you know, when the lady decided to get off Get up, get up from work to pick up a man. Uh, she stumbled upon one of the guys that try to sneak into the school late night, 
And then the three guys start harassing her, and then one of the guys decided to step a little bit far by molesting her. And, you know, later on in the movie, um, she just decided to deal with it. She didn't want to the cops. She never told her boyfriend. But she told her female friend about it, and, you know, she wanted to deal with it, you know, because she didn't want to get the professor in trouble. She was scared that she might lose a scholarship, I think, if I'm corrected. And then her female friend decided to take her to the psychic lady, this witch, like a witch doctor lady, that could help her to get her revenge. And the witch doc, the witch doctor would say the female witch, witch, that's what she is, a female witch, tell tell the lady to step into the circle, say yes three times, some mumbo jumbo with special effects like smoke, and things are moving on its own. And the female friend of the lady said, "Let's get out of here," and they ran out. As the movie progressed, um, you find to fast forward. You find out later that that there's a demon that's killing uh, killing these guys that the woman want, want revenge on, and the demon will not stop killing. As the woman realizes in her dreams that something's not right, people are disappearing. She she realized that you know what she she wanted to stop you know, and then she met this guy that could probably help her out. And the guy is weird, man. You can just tell he's a freak, freak on his own too. But let's just say he has to go. You know, uh, the witch, the witch dealt with him, dealt with him in her own way. I would say. Um, anyway, when when the woman found out that there's a woman that looked like her going around killing the people that that she wanted revenge on, and she found out that it was a demon that was doing the killing, um, she got scared. She wants to put a stop to it. And then she realizes the demons go after her man, and you know it's pretty much she has to put a stop to it somewhere or some form, you know. And she really wanted it to stop. Um, this this movie's not great or nothing. The kill scenes in this movie, you really don't see the kill scenes, you know. Um, the the bad B movie effects of the demon, I kind of enjoyed it for what it was, you know. <laughs> I mean, it was silly though, but um, all in all, um, I I enjoy it as a time waster, you know. And it's not the best. Um, that's for you guys. If you want to know this nudity in this movie, yeah, the, the lead actress do get nude. You know, she's she got a cute body though. You know, I gotta be honest with you. But I say, yeah, check this movie out, man. If you're eighties, late eighties, straight to DVD cap movie kind of guy, yeah, I said check it out. And I'll be reviewing a movie called Navajo Joe. It's about to me, this is like an underrated spaghetti western, and it's pretty good. I liked it. I enjoyed it very well. Um, simple as that. This movie stars like very young Burt Reynolds, and it's a spaghetti western from 1966. And mostly for today's audience, this movie was popular for its movie score, because it was a movie score that was used in Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Um, it's, it, when you see the, the clip before this movie, you'll understand. You'll hear it, you'll get familiar with it. But besides the movie, music score, which is really good from Anno Manicorn, <laughs> this is what it says, awesome. And um, the, like I said, the movie's good. And it's Bob Reynolds as a native Indian, who's out for revenge against the slaughter of his village and his mother of his wife against the evil um, of local cowboys and renegades, scalping Indians, and, and then the objective chase a new plan and the enemies that are going for money in the train. And as Bob Reynolds, Turning around with them, and it turns out to a big gun, gun shootout scene, a lot of fight scenes. You have blood in the movie also, but a lot of shooting, just like your average day, what's the material revenge. 
I just reviewed a crazy ass movie that I've been checking out for a while lately and I finally got my hands on it and it's called Motorcycle. A lot of websites always badmouth this movie but uh, I admit it, it is a bad bad movie but again it's one of those bad bad stupid movies that you gotta like for some reason you know and there's always a stupid movie you explore that you'll find that you're gonna like anyway. And motorcycle wasn't bad. I actually enjoyed it. It's about this alien parasite that, like, in a way, like a meteor, that possessed a cyclist and his motorcycle. So he became motorcycle. So he goes around killing people. It's not like a lot of kills, like as, as you would think it is, you know, by the name motorcycle. You know that old saying, you can never judge a towel by its cover. Well, in this case, you could. But I actually, like I said before, I actually liked this movie. It wasn't bad, you know. I was also surprised to have the full full moon logo, you know. I'm like, that's weird, man. Full moon videos. I mean, back in the days, full moon did a lot of good movies. Now, that movie is just pretty like stupid, dumb, or just campy. You know, half of them you could like for what it is. The rest you're just like, ah, this is crap, you know. But um, motorcycle, check it out. You know, it has has twists and turns with the government thing. You know, the government conspiracy, aliens, every 51 type of thing. You know. And um, you had action scenes, you know. Um, it's not gory, but you had death scenes in it, you know. It's an enjoyable, enjoyable, I guess, science fiction action horror, I guess. But I said mostly science fiction. And you see the ending part of the movie when the motorcycle, motorcycle guy end up talking, you know, which is kind of funny, you know. But um, and like how the government, you know, like the soldiers have his own team, but you have traitors in the team also that want the um, meteorite for itself while the motorcycle is on a mission to get it back, you know. So, you know, you got your good and evil and your cover-ups, you know, simple military type of thing, protecting alien artifacts from, for themselves, you know, and the motor motorcycle scene is very funny and stupid. Just to see it ride around, it just makes you laugh. I'll tell you one thing, if you want to see a movie that can make up for that, just see the movie Wrath, which I think with Charlie Sheen, which is a really good movie. So if you want to see a good alien possessing a vehicle movie, get the Wrath. As for motorcycle, motorcycle, excuse me, not motorcycle, motorcycle, rent it first. If you want to own it as part of your bad collection series in your home or in your style of movie collecting, definitely get it because it is a bad movie for your bad movie collected. Motorcycle, check it out. I'll be doing a double feature, Mirror Mirror 1 and Mirror Mirror 2 Raven's Dance. But um, I was going to do this video right away, but me and my friends just saw a horror movie, a Japanese horror movie called Grotesque. Yo, let me fucking tell you something, man. If anybody likes Japanese horror movies, especially the torture Japanese movies, this movie takes it to the cake. And I mean, I, I don't have the clip with me now because honestly, I can only see that movie one time, man. It was too much for me. Even I cannot handle it. And the torture scenes, I mean, when I say Modervous was the movie that, that would be like a realistic version of Hellraiser, guess what, everyone? I made a major mistake. This movie is the realistic version of Hellraiser. Grotesque. I mean, if you want to, check it out. But let me just say it's the Japanese version with the English subtitle. So if you can handle a subtitle from Grotesque, go ahead. 
most likely next year might be a dope version. Most likely you'll be able to something like Dimension X with my own the copyrights to it or Lion Gate. We'll see what happens next year. But go test Japanese torture. Fucking crazy. Anyway, um and let me just say seventy three minutes is the uncut uncut footage of it. And um I just noticed Miss Pooh actually showed he he actually had the movie grotesque also, so check his video blog out too. Anyway, um let me just say okay, let me just do start with this review. Um this movie's called Mirror Mirror One, right? And it's about a girl who's got this mirror in her room and it's like a demonic mirror. They give you your wishes and your desires and this woman wishes to be popular in school and she kills anyone who gets in her way because of the demons controlling her, you know. But she didn't know it until the final minute. Um, I like the story, it's just a simple story. There are some death scenes in the movie, but the movie's alright. And the next one I'm talking about is Mirror Mirror 2. Mirror 2 Raven's Dance and what this movie is about is about a girl with the rock band in a church they've discovered the same mirror that she's seen part 1 and um, the mirror ended up taking control of her now and give her what she desires and of course whoever gets in her way people start dying off same concept it's just kind of like part 1 a little bit but and the ending for them for one and two is the same also. It's like they have that little I'm a little spoiler have that flashback ended. Let's leave it as that. Anyway, middle middle one and two is an enjoyable movie. It's not really all that, but it's an enjoyable to check out. We buffer and we'll be reviewing a movie called Midnight from nineteen eighty two. And this is the midnight from the eighties, early eighties. And um let me just say this movie is to me, to me in my opinion. Even though it's one of those international release pictures, it's, to me I enjoyed it, it's good. It gives you kind of like that Toby Hooper, Texas Chainsaw creepy feeling. But it's no Texas Chainsaw anyway, but it tries a little bit too hard to be that. But I enjoyed this movie, it's simple. It's about a crazy family that worship the devil, and these, these devil worshippers. See, I want to ruin a little bit, I don't want to give you too much spoilers on the movie because it kind of like, take a little bit from it, but um, I, I like it. A lot of people might not like it, but to me I do. 
So they kidnapped this girl trying to escape her dad who trying to like disrespect her, you know? So she escaped from the dad and have these two two guys and they go on this crossroad country trip like for most of the movie and then later they end up being stuck with this family of devil worshippers which they need like sacrifices three women for the Easter like the Easter Sunday midnight sacrifice like so um pretty much that's all the movie is it's about this one lady trying to survive the night you know still at the end you know like I said I'm on the moon but pretty much that's what the movie's about it creates a family devil worshippers you have your kill scenes um, it's a it's not it's bloody there of course. A little bit of gore, but pretty much this is a simple Toby Who. It's not Toby Who, but it has like that Toby Who but takes this change of creepy kind of feel. But if you like that creepiness factor, Midnight's movie book movie should not or buy. But it came from international pictures, you tell me if it's worth the time time. But I can think I'm glad I made it best, but it only cost me five dollars for the DVD anyway, so I don't think I made a bad investment on that. <laughs> so peace, bye, and I'm gonna be doing some indie movies coming soon, so do something different around here. Peace. What's up, everyone? Today I'll be talking about the movie Mexico Barbaro. And I saw this on Netflix on streaming, which is great because when I saw the trails for this, and then I know it's on st streaming on Amazon if you pay for it. And I like my mindset, um, I don't know about this one, you know, it looks too good to be true, you know, because, you know, trailers can tell you a thousand stories, and these these horror trailers, they make it look pretty, but when you see the movie, it's a piece of shit. Mexico Barbaro, let me see, I'm a fan of Mexican horror movies in general, movies that are shot in Mexico, not in Spain, in Mexico, you know, and I do like Spain horror movies too, don't get me wrong. I grew up with the Paul Natchez work, uncut, unedited, so I know. And DVD movie buff that owns this channel, but he viewed a slew of Paul Natchez work, so trust me, I know what he's talking about. But this is me reviewing it, Bronx Boozer! But anyway, Mexico Barbaro, I feel like. I don't know, I, I, I'm really m mostly off about this movie. I feel like it's, it's shitty. I don't feel like. It's, I, understand Mex I understand Mexican culture and stuff. And I, I admit, one thing I like about this movie is the, how they shot this movie with with the cinematography, you know, like the, the settings and stuff. Um, this anthology horror movie is not intertwined. It's definitely not intertwined with nothing. It's just separated movies by popular Mexican directors of horror. And they got stories like one guy telling him a story about um, this chop, like chopping heads and stuff of, of drug lords' children or something. And they have this twist end for these eight stories. I didn't feel like it was all that. Um, I, I, I gotta admit, the, the one that's like step above, like there's one to go far and beyond. Saying story wise, I mean, I didn't feel like it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like bloody or super gory. I mean, it does have like bloody gory moments. You know, like the last one, Day of the Dead. It's kind of like a rip off of of Dust Till Dawn, but with um zombies. I would say let's put it like that. But it. Now, I won't say zombies. I, I, I think they're like a bunch of strippers that want revenge. But they had a good twist to it, you know, with the old lady telling you what is the best um, whore, you know, pretty much. It's it's like, I can't ruin that one, man. It's too good. Damn. I've, I, it was enjoyable. It wasn't too good, but it was enjoyable, though. 
but it's no Dust Till Dawn though. Um, there was a black and white one. M- most of this movie is like I would probably say is maybe ten percent of acting in it. Like you could actually hear talking. Most of it is a silent. You know, it just goes by facial expressions or whatever. You know. Um, th- I think the second story w- was actually my favorite. Actually, was about this Mexican guy. He picked up this guy who's heavily injured. And it's not, it's mostly like a ghost story, like a ghostly tale, you know, and it, it, it plays out well to me, honestly, I did like that one. There was one with um, the troll, and and the troll be taking things, you know, but then he kidnapped the woman who was staying in the camera with her man, and he takes, uh, and he kind of takes something from her, and it, it, it's pretty obvious what it is, what he took from her. You know, but it's kind of like fucked up though the way they set it up, and I don't support stuff like that. Then Janine, when when women get kind of like um molested and shit, but I gotta be honest with you, man, <laughs> they did this shit pretty well, but the way they set the shit up. But um, but still, I mean, sensitive towards that topic, I'm just gonna be a warning. The troll get kind of busy, if you know what I mean, with the with the woman he kidnaps, and let me just say to that young woman, too bad you said kind of destroy baby condo, but. <laughs> I feel sorry for her though. Um, there's one with um, a a serial killer killing kids. Um, there's one about the cat the haunted doll island. If you remember in Mexico, there's an island with haunted dolls. There's a story on that. Um, damn, for eight for eight segments, that's kind of t- kind of like I almost forget it. Oh, there was another one I really did like. I actually, after the um, ghostly tale of corrected about this woman who took this guy dead body, this dead guy's weed, and she smokes it. And starts seeing this ghostly figure saying that I want the blood out of your sister's vagina. If you fail in twelve hours, I'm smoking the soul out your ass. I be sucking the soul out your anus. Pretty much her ass. I kid you not, man. This is some real shit. And this segment, that's the segment I like because it's like when it leads up to the end of that segment, it'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" You know, I'm like, "Shit, what the fuck am I looking at? What the what the hell?" It's fucking fucked up. But you, you'll get it. You have to see that one like maybe two or three times to get it. Um, the zombie one was actually that last se- not not really zombies, but that the dawn rip off was the last segment with the strippers, the day of the dead makeup that she seen the front cover of the Mexico Barrio poster in the U.S. Um, what else? What else am I forgetting? You know what? That's all I can remember. But if I forget about anything, that means those seconds were fucking boring. <laughs> Let's put it like that. Oh, not so great. Mexico Barrio to me doesn't have replay value because once you see it, see it, you already know what's gonna happen. I mean, I can tell you a lot of thoughts you have, which you watch over and over again. But this is one of them. I don't feel like it has replay value. I feel like it has a few good segments that I didn't enjoy, like I mentioned. But um, besides it as a whole, um, definitely watch it for free. But luckily, if you have Netflix, hey, you pay nine ninety nine for a slew of one, more than one movie. So it's not pretty much you're watching this shit for free anyway. So I say check it out Netflix. Just check it out now if Netflix takes it away. If they did, trust me, you ain't missing nothing. Anyway, as DVD Movie Buffer would say, peace, guys. See you later. I need to get drunk myself. I am the fucking Bronx Boozer. I'll be talking about this awesome fucking movie, man.
If you went to Bad Girls with Guns, The Meaning of Femme Fatale, this is the fucking movie right here. It's called Man Killers. It's a bunch of chicks going after a crime, like a crime boss. You know, it's stopping his ass. This girl used to be with this guy, right? They were for the agency, where one guy from the agency betrayed her, and then presumed supposed to be dead, but she was alive anyway. The agency comes back to her to hire her to stop her former lover, who's like dealing with cocaine and, and I guess trafficking, trafficking of women also. Um, honestly, this movie does not contain no TNA for this movie in this format, which is not bad. Just to let you guys know who's into that stuff. But there's a lot of guns, a lot of ass kicking, and you know what I like about this movie? Blood shots. You know when you shoot, you know those Hollywood movies when you shoot the bullets and the blood shots pop up? That have that. I love blood shot scenes. They like, just like in that style, I just love it. It's fucking awesome. Anyway, um, McKenna, who's the femme fatale hero, hires 10 girls. Pretty much it's actually 12 girls, plus a, plus a guy who's plus the lady who's training the girls, excuse me. So they go out, once they were done, they had to send them early to fight, to fight the, to fight the criminals, you know, to stop them. And, and McKenna, she had to stop a former lover. All in all, this movie is really fucking good, action good. I hope, like I said, I could see this movie, I don't know if I said it before, a, film, a female version of Commando. And I'm surprised this movie doesn't have a DVD release. I wish it does, man, because this movie deserves to be on DVD. So let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's hope this movie gets a DVD release with special features. You know what I'm saying? And all in all, check, check Man Killers out. DVD movie buffer, movie buffer, whatever you want to call me. Um, I'm going to be reviewing a movie that I wasn't sure I was going to do it, but you know what? I'm a risk taker, so what the fuck? And I do anything to when I review movies, so I'm not sure with this taboo. I'm going to be reviewing a slavery movie, and if you're offended by slavery movies, please turn off this blog, because I know you saw the clip before this review, and I don't even know insensitive viewers out there, you know what I'm saying? I cannot handle this shit. I'm reviewing a movie called Mandingo, and it's a slavery movie. And there have been a lot of slave exploitation movies out there, especially when it comes to Italian cinema, which has to do with a lot of sex of black and white. You know? Jungle, jungle fever. You got yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a slave movie, Mandingo. And well, I only saw the movie twice, but I do own. Let me, let me show you proof. I own this widescreen version of the DVD. And I own the original version. They say this is supposed to be the uncut version. And I also own the so-called sequel, Drum. Sorry about that, you know. Anyway, Mandingo's about a black slave and what I know of the movie is that, you know, it's a slavery movie. And then the prize owner and having the black guy fight, you know, for money. And then but later on the black guy ended up having an affair with the guy's wife. You know? Well not the guy, actually the wife was a slut. The wife wanted to have an affair with the black guy. So then when the woman ended up having a black baby, they said we wanna find out who it was and he bought the man 
black man in oil and water, in boiling water. I was like, holy shit. The first time I heard of the name Mandingo was from the Howard Stern show. And Howard Stern talked about the movie Mandingo about black man boiling water in the slave movie. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? So I was like, in my mind, let me make this movie. I can't manage it. I ended up buying it. So I was lucky enough to get two kind of copies of it, of the DVD. And of course, Drum, that was responsible for the sequel to the movie, but it's totally two different stories. But it's a good movie, both Mandingo and Drum. And like I say, it's a slave movie, simple as that. And you can rent other slave movies, from, but most of them came from Italian, Italy, you know, because Italy, Italian movies always with exploitation, all kinds of genre, like End of the World, was a couple of tech movies, warrior fantasy movies, you know, you know Italian movies are. But like I say, if you're sensitive about this movie, just turn away, especially on my blog, I don't need comments, oh, go ahead, comment, I don't care. He said, oh, how can you review this movie? It's a slave movie. You know, I know one guy reviewed it. And he got a lot of hate for it, so now I'm gonna review this movie and what. So that's me movie buff for another movie review. I promise you to review some Bollywood movies coming up, but I won't have the time for it at this time. But trust me, this week or next week I should be able to review some Bollywood collections, movies I got. And I don't want to say what it is, cause you know, come on, I don't want competition either. They might have them. They might review it before me, but let's see what happens. And um. Pretty much that's it right now. I hope you enjoy my other three blogs. I just put up, upload on YouTube and my other big blogging websites. Peace, bye. See you later, alligators. Today I will talk about the movie Man Thin from 2005. I remember seeing this on Sci Fi Channel and it was a shitty movie. Now, I know I have a friend that does like this movie, but I decided to give this movie a second viewing since I saw it on Hulu. And, um, shit, even watching the the rated R version of this fucking movie, shit, it still makes me want to go to sleep. Um, we all know about the comic book, man, that I, I don't know if anybody grew up around the comic book. I did grow up around the comic book, um, but I, I wasn't, like, a major fan of the character, though. So, I don't know, I don't know if the movie version of this is faithful to the comic book version. I mean, I doubt it, the way it was, I mean... <laughs> It just looks too shitty, man. Cause like, when I read, read the comic book growing up, it looked to me. I read about this character was excited though. You know, I was like, okay, this is a cool comic book. But I believe this comic book character was created by Marvel to be like more like a B movie monster type of ca- character, like part of that monster lineup. You know, like how how that monster comic books. That's what I would think it would be. You know, and I I gotta lie, I admit there, there's some key points in this movie which. Like okay, like it does feel like a like a monster movie from the fifties, you know, the way it plays out, and uh, I do like the lighting effects like of this movie, like the dark green or the dark light green color effects. I mean, I, I mean, I like that. I gotta lie, that that shit did work out, you know, for this movie. But it's just something about this movie just makes me want to like sleep, man. It's like so fucking boring to me. And you know, even though you got Man Thing killing the people. You know, but the man is the reason why Manthan is killing these people, you know. And the movie is pretty much you have your hero. Let, let's get to the point. The movie you have your hero. He's like the new sheriff of this town. And when he became sheriff, um, he found out about these missing people. Uh, he met up with this woman who has to be a school teacher, you know. And they end up like teaming up, trying to do an investigation to find out what's going on in this swamp, what's going on around this town, with this, or about people missing, you have a cast of characters like hillbillies and corruption, 
like a, like a, like a corrupted um corporate man, you know, running like this um power plant type of thing, and kind of kind of like affects the swamp. So it's pretty obvious what the story is about already, you know. You guys can figure it out. And the reason why Manhattan is killing people and doing what it's doing, you know, to, and, but the show still have to um, stop this creature, you know, and stop what's going on. But, um, um, but to be honest, I mean, they, 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 they are some CGI, CGI effects. They are like normal, like, kill scene effects, I would say, of, of the dead bodies, how it's set up. But still, this, this movie, to me, I mean, I mean, to me, it's like this, okay, if you like a, like a monster movie, they kind of like slow pace, but it will have its moments here and there, you might like it, but to me, I don't know, man, it's just so fucking boring, this fucking movie, and it's the second time I'm giving it a chance, but like I said, the key points I like about this movie is like, pretty much the lighting of the movie. To me, I feel like it works, you know, the way they set it up, the lighting. But besides this, I mean, it's, the movie's weak in my opinion. So, anyway, check it out if you want to try whatever, you know, my opinion.